So, Paul, having said that you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption, by whom we cry, Abba, Father, then says in verse 16, the Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. Now, how does that happen? How how do we experience that? Let's explore that, shall we? Colin Cook here and how it happens. Thanks for joining me today. You're listening to the good news of the gospel described in the book of Romans by this God-given messenger, Paul. Jesus, remember, appointed Paul to go and preach the gospel everywhere, and part of that preaching was the writing of the book of Romans. And the book of Romans explains the gospel, explains what the meaning of the death of of Jesus is for us, and also how our faith works. That's why this program, by the way, is called How It Happens, because we're learning about how God's faith happens. Uh, that is how God's uh, gospel, the, the action of God on our behalf happens, and also how our faith happens. And by the way, you can now listen to these programs on sound, uh, soundcloud.com slash faithquest. That's soundcloud.com slash faithquest. Quest. We finally have the glitches out of the way, I think. Uh, but if you do see a glitch uh, in uh, getting onto the, pre- the right page, do uh, email me at fa- faithquest at fastmail.net and uh, let me know what's happening. But uh, we're now up to date on SoundCloud. You can uh, hear it any time of the day or night, this program on SoundCloud dot com slash faithquest. You can also hear the program on the radio at 10 o'clock in the evening, repeated at four in the morning on KLTT AM 670 in the Denver and Colorado and surrounding states areas. So here we have Romans chapter 8, verse 16. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. Now think of this. If you have been in legalism or perfectionism, if you have been brought up in the church but not really understood the gospel, then you won't experience or understand what this experience is because your spirit will be testifying to your spirit. Do you see what I mean by that? In other words, your conscience will be telling you what it thinks about you. And that conscience of ours, when we are in, uh, when we are in legalism or perfectionism, is simply telling us, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. You will hear, not literally, of course, but the, the voices or the, the messengers in your head will say things like, what's wrong with you? You can never do anything right. Uh, why don't you shape up and measure, measure up? And you will feel the indignation of God, the judgment of God coming upon you. Now, that's the human spirit. And I can tell you from personal experience years ago that that was one of the most tormenting experiences I knew. Because, you see, I confused my spirit with the voice of God. To put, it, to put it another way, I confused my conscience with the voice of God. You say, well, conscience is the voice of God, isn't it, Colin? Well, no, it is not. Your conscience can be 
perverted, your conscience can be wounded and damaged. If you've been brought up in an abusive home, what you will hear so very often as an adult is the voices of your parents in your head saying, what's wrong with you, you silly idiot? You can never do anything right. And on and on this confusion goes in your mind. You have heard me quote before 1 John chapter 3, verse 19 and 20, which shows you that your conscience is not the Holy Spirit. Listen to this. And by this we know that we are in the truth and shall assure our hearts before him. For if our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart and knows all. Now, of course, the word heart there is a figure of speech for conscience because it's the conscience that condemns. The heart is simply a, a fleshly muscle, right? But it is being used figuratively for conscience. So let's put the word conscience there. For if our conscience condemns us, God is greater than our conscience and knows all. And what does God know that we often in our conscience forget? God knows that he sent his only begotten Son to die for our sins, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And so, you see, we don't confuse our conscience for the Spirit of God, or we don't, confuse, we don't let our conscience bear witness to us, we let the Spirit bear witness to us. All right, so then, how does the Spirit of God bear witness with us? Let's read the verse again. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. First of all, think of how remarkably beautiful that is. The Holy Spirit is saying, Look up, my son. Look up, my daughter. You are a child of God. God is your Father. Now, I love that thought because it tells me something very, very different about God. My God is not a condemning judge, endlessly poking me, endlessly saying, why did you do that? You did that wrong, as if God were endlessly nagging at me. Yes, the Lord rebukes, but he doesn't nag. He's not endlessly trying to break down my spirit. And so, it's beautiful to think of the Lord reassuring us. I think of the Trinity sometimes in this way, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit before ever the creation uh, was formed, and God knew that that creation would fall and be overwhelmed with guilt and, and the shadows of, of darkness and sorrow and grief, and it's as if the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit discussed together, I'm speaking humanly, of course, how shall we help our fallen creation, our children who are fallen, to not end up in despair and death? And the Holy Spirit says, well, let me go down there, Father, and endlessly reassure them that you are their father, and you have died, you have given your son for their sins. And the father says, yes, do that. And so the Holy Spirit comes to the world to encourage us, to give us hope, to give us reassurance that we are children of God, because otherwise we are waifs and orphans in this world, wandering about, not knowing uh, where to go and, and how to live and how to think and feel. 
So the good Holy Spirit reassures us. He um, bears witness to our spirit. Okay, but how does that happen? How do I know that's the Holy Spirit happening? I mean, what do, uh, what do I wait for? What do, am I expected to feel? Well, here is a very important truth. You don't wait for anything. You do not wait to feel it. Years ago, again, when I was in perfectionism, I used to sort of want to wait for the Holy Spirit to give me this sense of peace and this sense of well-being, this zapping experience. And it bothered me so much that I didn't feel it. Don't wait to feel it. You know, now listen to this, you know that the Spirit bears witness with your spirit by one thing only, by faith. By faith in what? By faith in what the Word says, that Jesus Christ is the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world, that Jesus Christ is our reconciliation to the Father, that Jesus Christ is our righteousness, that Jesus Christ is our atoning sacrifice. All of these things we know by the Word of God. And the moment we affirm them, For instance, the moment we say, Father, thank you so much that Jesus is my Savior. Father, thank you that you are present with me in the Holy Spirit. At that moment, that is the Spirit affirming that we are children of God. That is, that is the Spirit bearing witness with our spirit that we are sons and daughters of God. Again, be careful. You don't have to say it first to make sure it's happening. You, by praise, lift up your heart to God, giving thanks to Him that He is with you, that He has not abandoned you, that you are not under condemnation, that all these troubles you are going through are um, God's work in you, His Spirit affirming that He is present with you in trouble. You affirm that, You thank him for it, and that very act bears witness to you that you are a child of God. What I have often said in the past, and I say today still, is if you lift up your heart in praise and thanks, you know that that is the Spirit of God bearing witness to your spirit. There is no person who can believe that God is present with him and who can believe that Christ is his righteousness and atoning sacrifice. There is no such person who can believe that on his own, by his own will, by his creating some force within him to believe it. When you believe, as I have said, When you believe, it is the Holy Spirit bringing that faith to you. The Father in heaven is the author of faith. Don't let anyone tell you that when when God says you have to believe, that is a choice that you make. When God says you have to believe, he is putting within you the power to believe in that very moment of telling you that you have to do it. So that when he gives a command, he gives the empowerment to exercise 
obedience to that command. And what are we talking about? The obedience of faith. This is not the obedience of works. It is the obedience of believing when the chips are down. It is the uh, obedience of believing when everything seems contrary to the fact. When things go wrong in our lives, when we feel down and depressed, to believe is an act of faith obedience because it is believing in the dark. Who uh, Somewhere there's a verse that says, Who believes in me when everything is dark? For God is our light, and in him there is no darkness at all, and the Spirit is in the world and in you, bringing people to trust in him. Thank you for joining me today, and you are welcome, thank you very much again, to support the program with your with your donations um we've uh, donations have been down very seriously in the last month or two because of the uh, uh, computer crash problems we had which caused which uh, required my doing repeats on the uh, um the radio and not even being able to access soundcloud.com so if you can uh, recoup uh, the the in, the uh, coffers, as it were, of the uh, ministry. Please do so. You can send your donations to FaithQuest, P.O. Box three sixty six, Littleton, Colorado eight zero one sixty, or make your donation online at faithquestradio.com. I'm glad to tell you, as I said earlier, that we're now back on SoundCloud. You can go to these programs any time of the day or night at soundcloud.com forward slash faithquest. Sound cloud.com forward slash faithquest and we're also on podbean by the way all right well thank you very very much for your support these programs are listener supported radio and so your donations help to keep the broadcast on the air thank you as well for your occasional donations they don't always have to be every month you know and any don any donation of any a particular amount whatever suitable to you is very very acceptable Thank you very much as well for keeping in touch with uh, FaithQuest and how it happens with your little notes and your emails. That is always very encouraging to me. See you next time then. Cheerio and God bless.